0: Hey guys, this is John and Austin, and this is another episode of the Meat Gistics podcast. So we've got a couple of things going on, but before we get to any of that, I've got some dry cured sausage here. I've been eating it pretty much nonstop. They, those were significantly larger before I started eating them.
1: Are these two different ones?
0: They are two different ones. One is uh, Italian wine salami, and the other one is habanero barbecue. These are the dry cured sausage that we made many Many moons ago, I have no idea how long. I'm guessing three years, but that that could have been a while. Yeah, could be wrong. Uh, they have been backpacked and frozen in our walk-in freezer. Uh, taste is just phenomenal. Now, when we were doing these, for some reason they were growing mold. We didn't spray them with uh, whatever Bacto Firm is the positive mold. Um, second time we did, we did that, but first time we didn't do it. So I had to take every one of them out. Dump them in vinegar and clean them, and you can still smell that vinegar on the casing a little bit. Like when you open that bag, I was like, these have gone bad. And then I remembered that we did that. No, they are absolutely delicious.
1: They have not lost any bit of deliciousness being in the freezer for three years. Right. Mm-mm.
0: Like full pop, full flavor all around the tongue. Absolutely phenomenal.
1: Maybe they're softer than they should be.
0: Oh, well. No, but it's actually possible. Um, as soon as we get a dry curing cabinet that we can rely on and use all the time, expect me to be basically MIA for six months while I do nothing but work on that. Especially prosciutto, I am going to eventually do prosciutto.
1: You're gonna have to do other stuff. You're gonna you're gonna set it in there and you're gonna wait for months. Yeah, but I'm or are go- you just going to set up shop with a laptop right there and watch
0: it every day? <laughs> I will open it and put other things in, take other things out. So,
1: so you're not going to make like the full cabinet of like no, just one thing. No,
0: we're making a prosciutto. Okay, yeah, I don't have the patience to wait for one thing.
1: We just need multiple dry curing cabinets. Then. I mean,
0: I cleared a spot for it as soon the day is, you said. Is there a spot
1: left there anymore?
0: Yeah, that's just the giveaway stuff from. Well, yeah, but there's stuff there now. Yeah, That'll be gone in a second. The day you (laughs) mentioned that the dry curing cabinet, when we get it, may be coming in here. I cleared that spot, and that was like six months ago. And then I found out through the grapevine that you were worried that I was going to annoy people and talk about it all the time. So I only brought it up once. This is the second (laughs) time. I want credit for that.
1: I only remember where the one we were looking at is from. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I haven't been in, involved in that It had all. to have been something Brett and Dylan found at EFA last year.
0: Okay, that would, the timing would be about right. Yeah. So longer than six months. I have no idea how long things are anymore. Like, is it three months? Has it been nine months? I don't know.
1: Timing's difficult.
0: I wonder if having a kid improves your ability to understand time. Because you're like, oh, the child was one when this happened. So that was clearly four years ago. Where would... No. Once something's two years ago or older, it could be three to eight. Same to me.
1: I don't think it helps. Like my son's four years old and it, like he shouldn't be four years old. He has not been here for four years. <laughs> it doesn't like, I I don't, I can't relate time based off of that. But um, you like ask my wife something and she'll be like, oh, uh, she's, I don't know. She's good with time. Things like that. It'll be like, um, I don't know. There's a toy. He's playing with it. And I'll be like, where do we get that from? She's like, "Oh, uh, two and a half years ago for Valentine's no. Day. That was from uh, uh, grandma on your side or grandma on my side, whatever. And it's like, I'm like, what? I don't remember what we got him for his birthday two months ago, <laughs> let alone somebody else for some obscure holiday. You almost
0: certainly weren't involved in picking out that present, right?
1: Uh, sometimes I am.
0: Oh, okay. My dad um, never did anything for our birthdays. My mom would do that. But like Christmas was his thing to an obscene degree. like, And he knew it. My mom would talk about it. Be like, hey, there are a stupid number of toys and stuff. There was one year he had to pass me through a window so that I could go around and move things and open the door. Because he, the night before, I mean, stayed up drinking, obviously, <laughs> but like arranged everything exactly how he wanted it. And it blocked the door into the room. Uh, it was like a double door into our audition.
1: But Wow. Yeah, I don't know why I brought that up. That's crazy.
0: Anyways. All right. So we have settled on the next uh, level of MeatGistics rewards. It will be, at, I think we said it's at the 3,000 post? No. 5,000? 4,000. 4,000. 4,000. 4, 4, yep. That's what we so came 4, up with. Four Four, 4, 4 and the next one is eight. We'll write this down somewhere. Yeah. We will write this down somewhere. Four and eight sounds Four right. and eight. Um, so this one's at four thousand this is a pocket knife it is a buck knife uh made in the usa and we are going to send it to our um retailer or uh that's the wrong word uh, what do you want uh, there's a promotional items person engraver
1: yeah if it has some if it's cut if it's customizing something he does it what everything from shirts hats laser engraving wood burning uh, promotional items promotional items i don't there's definitely
0: a word for this that we can't come up with at the moment all right uh, but that's fine um but on one side of it will be your meat justix username um and on the other side our square meat justix logo very nice knife um has a good flip to it nice thin handle and we figured the buck because uh, we were also looking at a knife called the civivi um but we figured the buck it being american-made <laughs> be a little bit more attractive uh, to our audience. Got a nice slim blade, super sharp. We spent a couple of weeks carrying this and the other one around, see which one we uh, preferred. And we also took, I don't know, took some opinions from other people and this was the winner. So uh, I will start contacting people who are at 4,000 posts or more and we'll get working on that. Now, A, the next one is way further away. We made it 8,000, so we don't know what that's going to be yet. Um, and B, there is a chance, although we haven't really talked about this in any detail, that we might change a little bit what we're calling like what those levels actually are. Um, we're looking at ways of possibly including reputation in it. So reputation is uh, your posts plus your likes. So we may be doing something with that as well. Just FYI. All right. Funny story, walking my dogs today, come over a rise on our way back and I'm ahead of the dogs and I see this guy who I think is homeless and we see him back there every once in a while, not very often, um, but the rehab center's back there too. So it could be just some guy taking a walk. If so, he's been in rehab a long time. Uh, see him. I immediately turn around, look at Brutus and reach in my pocket for uh, the buzzer thing. All he saw was me reach my pocket and immediately his head went up, chest came up and he does this weird like trot is the wrong word, but it's like a power walk, like right at me. And I can tell he's trying to go right by me. So I just reach and I grab and the only thing I could get on him was his ear. So I'm holding his ear as hard wow. as I can while I'm trying to grab his other one because he does not like seeing random people on our walks. Um, anyways, grab it. Probably could have done the same thing with the buzzer, but he let out the most pitiful squeal when I grabbed his ear. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. It felt terrible.
1: Yeah, it's horrible.
0: Okay. Uh, Patrick's not in here, so he won't get the benefit of this part Uh, for weightlifting. And because I want to, I've been getting, or I got uh, ammonia inhalant. This is Ward smelling salts this morning. It can't be good for you. With this and uh, this workout thing, usually I can bench 225 like three, maybe four times if I'm really pushing it. I did, I think, seven or nine, one of the two, (laughs) with literally no problem. Just take a a general whiff of it. No. Just a general whiff. You don't have to stick your nose...
1: Yeah. My goodness. That's not good for you. Yes it is. No.
2: <laughs> yes it is. Let's go.
1: John's going to be jacked for this whole podcast now. You're turning Whew. like massively red. Oh yeah. Ooh.
0: That opens up the lungs.
1: Yeah, let's not. I'm I'm getting stimulants out of my life right now. I
0: don't <laughs> need fair. more. Yeah, I was just telling you how good you look with no Well, I mean yeah. Caffeine obviously is not Oh, that's see, small I, amounts. I cut caffeine and it didn't do anything.
1: I don't think it does. Yeah. It, it it does, but it's it's I mean it's uh it's just much less of a stimulant than other things. You don't have to be... Now, I mean, stupid nicotine, my opinion. Nicotine, they changed from... having to be 18 to 21. I think that's all. When did they do that? A uh, year ago. Are you serious? Two years ago. year ago, two years ago.
0: Yeah. So an 18-year-old kid can't go buy a pack of cigarettes?
1: Yeah, can't. You uh, have to be 21. Huh. So... Uh, but stupid. I mean, you got like that. That's a stronger stimulant, nicotine. But caffeine's lower. It's just... There's different levels of stimulants, yeah. But caffeine's a little more harmless. It's still a stimulant, but yeah, caffeine's is it? It's not only a stimulant. It's
0: technically psych, a psychoactive something. Mm. Actually, so oh. is nicotine. Nicotine is actually good for um, protection of the brain. Come back, come back to nicotine, Austin. Yeah, yes, it is. Smoking is bad for you. Dipping is bad for you. But nicotine is actually good for you.
1: Right. That just seems weird. But it's true. Yeah. Heroin, cocaine, LSD, also psychoactive drugs. I don't think psychoactive drugs are probably good for you. Although, I'm going to not... Yeah. Uh, random LSD story. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: As we do here on the Mutistics <laughs> Podcast.
1: Um, my sister's in town, so I was at my parents' last night. Uh, she's staying with them, and somehow we got talking about LSD. I don't know. Okay. And I was like, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. My mom, my sister, and my wife had no idea what that was.
0: Wait, they had no idea what the song was, or they had no idea what LSD is?
1: That LSD is Lucy in the Sky oh, okay. with Diamonds. okay. Like... I think it was my mom or my sister was like, did the Beatles write a lot of drug songs? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Yes, they did.
0: <laughs> How about the last three-fourths of their career was yeah. basically only about that. Yeah. but That is awesome. They're also not Beatles fans. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? But um, This is also not meat related, but Patrick and I were talking earlier. What band do you think from like that era has the most effect on music? From that era forward
1: what uh, this is gonna show i don't know enough about beatles either what era like from? 60s 70s 60s 70s
0: i think they were technically
1: before like uh, i think 60s. they
0: started in the 50s maybe. but whatever hank williams oh <laughs> that's actually not a terrible one <laughs> i don't know i mean you that uh that affected all of country music i said queen
1: was queen that early i thought, queen was, later. I
0: thought queen was like 70s 80s the 70s okay but Queen was yeah. around during disco because Freddie Mercury wanted him to do more. Dis- whatever
1: doesn't yeah. matter. I don't. I don't. I don't know enough about other genres of music on like an older time scale there, except for country. Right. Like my yeah, my expertise doesn't go past country. There. I am
0: getting more into co- it's weird. I'm getting more into country um, and more into like whatever you want to call hard rock, heavy metal. It's weird. Like, you know how your taste buds occasionally change? Mm-hmm. I think my music taste is starting to, like, go through one of those. A renaissance. Sure, a renaissance.
1: Nicotine also changes your taste buds. <laughs> you should probably cut down on nicotine. You'd taste more.
0: I did listen to uh, Bocephus. I didn't like that song.
1: doesn't do anything for me. Now, you do a you have version to like of it. it. You have to respect it.
0: I listened to a live <laughs> version of it. I don't know if that <laughs> makes a difference, but...
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Patrick, I did this while you were out of the room.
1: I how don't often know when you, you were coming back. How often can you do it?
0: Nonstop, I think. What do you mean? Like how often is it?
1: You might need to show
0: Patrick. Oh, how often is it effective for? You only have so many times you can open it and get like a pop oh. off of it. So I don't want to just like be using it left and right. Um, all right. Do
2: a couple desk pops. What are you
0: about? <laughs> <laughs> Patrick had a really good idea. Um He wants to set up a draft between you and me, and we'll do it. We'll have to agree upon a budget, and then you and I build a sausage making kitchen out of it. It'll be just like the NFL draft, where once I've chosen something, like if I choose the 22 grinder, you can't choose the 22 grinder. And it'll go snake. So one person will pick, next person will pick, have two picks next person will have two picks
2: is that oh okay right
0: because otherwise there's point, no way yeah. to no fair way to do it because the first person is going to choose the well, i don't want to say what i choose <laughs> uh-huh. well, there you go. i clearly have a, so you're a building, opinion on what the most building the
2: best uh butcher's dream kitchen essentially home processors with, i'd call with, it uh, of yeah with uh does it necessarily right. have to be walton's equipment yes okay
1: we'd have to go into it with a mindset of what size of batch are we making
2: Home processing, just 25 pounds.
1: Oh, 25 pounds. Well, yeah. Well, some people would, yeah. All five
0: pounds of home. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: just we, we're, we
0: base we, everything around.
1: We're processing a deer. Like we're not just like going to the store and buying a pork butt and making right. like, sausage. Okay. Right.
0: Or, I mean, you for that too, either one. Well, it, it would change what I
1: do though. Well, like,
0: what
2: do would, you mean? What's, drastically, drastically, what's the budget? Drastically. We're,
0: we're, this is all good content. We'll keep it for that time. So that this was just about
1: talking. We got to explain that. the rules though, don't we?
2: Do
0: we really want to come up with those rules live?
1: The, no, this could be we could, this could be like a two-hour discussion <laughs> right. yeah okay perfect. so yeah so we'll, it pin in. we'll
0: come up with the rules and then we'll do it either next podcast or the one after
1: that mm, this okay. will be good
0: though uh also if you're listening to this we have a podcast today or a live stream today at 3 p.m at waltons.com slash live as long as you're listening to this on the day it comes out um if you did not listen to it go back and listen to our last podcast because it was it might be my favorite one we've done in all honesty he kurt gormley who's a uh Employee here had a, this amazing medical journey and he was so good. Um, one of the things he didn't do at all is what I just did and say, um, uh, he just speaks clearly and continually and lucidly. He doesn't get lost too often like we tend to do. It's like, what was I saying? I forgot what I was saying. So, it was very, very good. Interesting story. Really great guy.
1: He probably doesn't use stimulants like the two of us. And
0: he's got a book called Alligator Wrestling in the <laughs> Cancer Award. Uh, I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, also, just support him. He is an absolutely phenomenal person. All right. So we've got all the things that I planned on talking about before Meat Matters. you have anything you want to talk about?
1: Nope. Cool. Yeah, we should probably get into something that's actually meat-related. We have not.
0: Yeah. Not to this point. Okay. Uh, First, actually, first two articles were sent to me by your dad. Um, This one is Beef Production Decreasing Prices Higher. It's from Beef Magazine. As has been anticipated for several months, beef production is decreasing in 2023. In the last four weeks, beef production has averaged 6.4% lower compared to the same period last year. Lower beef production is the result of decreases in both cattle slaughter and carcass weights. Steer slaughter is down 5.3% year over year in the last month, and steer carcass weights have averaged 903 pounds, down 16 pounds from one year ago. Heifer slaughter has finally begun to decrease and is down 1.6% in the last month with heifer carcass weight at 830 pounds, down 20 pounds from a year ago. Cow slaughter is down 6.8% year over year in the last four weeks, including 0.9% increase in dairy cow slaughter and 13.6% year over year decrease in beef cow slaughter. Cow carcass weights have averaged 646 pounds the last month, 11 pounds lower than the same period last year. Bull slaughter is down 14.6% from one year ago, and the bull carcasses are down, uh, or have averaged 854 pounds in the last four weeks, down 26 pounds. So not only are we slaughtering less, but what we are slaughtering is lower weight. Mm -hmm. So that is not a good sign. I talked to Zach from Crables Monday. I was like, "Hey, get, get." Or actually, I just contacted him. I'm like, "Hey, what would it? You know, how long is it going to be?" And he was telling me there's some in June and then some in October or something. And I, I was like, "Okay, good. I'm not quite there where I need to get on a list or anything." He's like, "Well, I'll just call you when you know we're getting that." I was like, "Perfect. Thank you." So, a, if you eat a lot of beef, you may need to do that. That may be how you have to go about getting enough beef to continue your addiction. No, it'll it'll
1: be there. It's mm. just going to be more expensive. Right. Yeah, it yeah. might
0: be to the point that I'm not even willing to
1: to pay for it. You got you got real touchy about steak prices over the last couple of years, as prices have been kind of volatile. Yes, yeah, you get you get a little cranky about it. I'm not saying you're Why wrong. Why would I be? I'm not saying you're wrong. I find it entertaining. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, because what I and I honestly feel this way that there is a push by whatever you want to call the government to get us to eat less beef. I am coming to a realization and an acceptance of the fact that I am cranky and don't want to do what I'm told. Like obviously a different boss employee relationship but just like in general if someone tells me to do something my initial response is i'm not going to do that so partly of that partly i just love eating beef i like the way it tastes i like the health benefits for my body so this push to get us to all eat insects or fake meat or whatever i'm just not going to get behind that ever no matter what okay yeah yeah Uh, Next one is uh, Livestock livestock Group Backs Bill to Expand Meat Packing Capacity. Um, Your dad's uh, email just said, how big is small? So the portion of it I want to read talks about a uh, group of people who sent this letter trying to basically get um, the government to overturn an outdated law that prevents anyone in the uh livestock business from owning or investing in any processing business which sounds super weird and i did not know that was um that was a, a law That's
1: actually a law?
0: So it says the American Farm Bureau Federation, American Sheep, and they list a bunch of other organizations, um, and the United Cattlemen's Association sent a letter to chair people and ranking members of the Senate and House Agriculture Committees expressing the group's support of legislation to allow livestock market owners and operators to own or invest in small or regional livestock packing facilities. So your dad has a good question there. Mm -hmm. How big is small? Are we talking about, are you considering someone like crables
1: small? Cuz
0: I wouldn't consider them small. But they're small.
1: They're probably small, considered they, small. In uh, yeah, in in the grand scheme of like USDA meat plants and what size they are, they would probably be classified as very small, which is crazy because right. they're they're not very small they're compared not. to there are or there are people that are very tiny. small. Right, 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 there. Right. But crables is still tiny in comparison to Tyson. Okay, so but then we have a one Tyson plant. We have a problem of scale then. Because crables
0: you almost have to take out all the big ones and just not consider them at all so that we can then accurately size the rest of the industry. Because I've seen the inside of plants that are a third the size of Crables. But when you compare either one to a Tyson, a JBS, there's no difference between those two because they're so much smaller. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you have to just come up with an entire new term for the non- jbs the non-big four
1: yeah but even then then you've got um independent processors i mean that's what that's what i would call them that's what we typically do is like because we we cater to the independent processor out there we don't cater to the big four we sell very little bit oddball stuff to them here and there but uh we cater to the independent the independent can be very small small medium nobody that's really large when you say that that's only 15% of the market total nobody can actually be that big but
0: yeah but they could be big compared to all the other people in their category
1: like uh who yeah. are- just not not in comparison to the market as a whole right but to each other they could still be uh, yeah ones that are a lot bigger than the others okay so then I mean, even like just in general industry across the country, they call a small business anybody that has 500 employees or less. That's 500 insane. is, in my opinion, is no longer a small business. No. But you can have 500 employees and still be a quote-unquote small business.
0: Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. So that, you always hear these terms, it's like, well, small business is actually employees, you know, X, way bigger percentage of people than you think. Well, that's because, yeah, a lot of these companies have 400 people and i don't consider them a small business but they are technically
1: a small business
0: so anyways interesting question we'll follow that we'll see what comes of it
1: so this uh where'd it go i lost it um i'm not sure if you you read this part or not but it says it uh bars livestock auction owners from owning or investing in packers we've talked about that uh, well not that in particular in the past but but auction houses and, and um, in the past, some some price price fixing uh-huh. issues. So does that open up the possibility for more of that?
0: That's a very good point. What Austin's referring to is there was a bunch of stuff coming out uh, late middle of last year where people were bringing their livestock to auction and saying, hey, you've already agreed on all this. This is nonsense. You met up with these people outside and set the prices. So what he's pointing out is if somebody was able to own both the processing plant and the, the auction, auction house. house or whatever you want to call it, um, does that open up a more possibility for price fixing? And you're pro- probably, yes.
1: Or does it go less? Probably not. I don't know. Why would it go less? Just theorizing that the more you open things up and let the market run, that in theory it should... The market should even, it should work itself out. But then you run into, the market's already so full of of regulation. regulation we're so far that, from that a free market.
0: Yeah. Yep. You you we're so far from really a free market that trying to institute a free market is going to put that at a disadvantage. So, all right. Uh, new markets for state inspected meat and poultry act reintroduced. Uh, we talked about this in wa- uh, Washington state a few months ago. You wondered how quickly it would spread and it would seem like it spread Fairly, fairly quickly. Uh, South Dakota pro- producers, nope, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I was right. South Dakota producers raised some of the highest quality meat and poultry in the world, said Senator Mike Round. However, meat and poultry producers are limited to markets within the state, even though they were required to go through inspection at a state facility that meets or exceeds federal inspection standards. This is a disadvantage to producers and consumers alike. Our bipartisan bill would allow these high quality producers to pass federally equivalent state inspection standards to be sold across state lines, which would open up new markets for our producers and give consumers more choice at the grocery store. 100% agree.
1: Absolutely agree. We need to get get somebody on that understands a little bit more because I don't understand it. I don't get it. I know Kansas has their own inspection program. Um, I've been at least fairly familiar with it for a number of years. Um, and it's similar to like the federal one, but like when people start up a plant, um, they always have like the big question, are you gonna be state or are you can be federal? Well, the big thing I've always is if you want to be federal, you, you'd be federal if you want to sell across state lines. Right. Otherwise, if you don't care, just you'd be state. But if, if it meets or exceeds the federal, why is there the two anyways? And why is there... Why is there a limit on it? I would highly. And then why would people, why would everyone not just be federal anyways?
0: So I would highly doubt that A, that's actually true, that it meets or exceeds in all circumstances. There are definitely going to be some states that have more lax laws. Plus, I mean, that's a politician. They lie, right? So they just say things they know are not true. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Politicians are bad, i kind.
1: Yeah. I think it, I thought I saw something in here. Although like not this one, I yeah, like him. Co-sponsors of the bill, you've, you've you had Republicans and Democrats both. Uh-huh. So it looks like both sides are trying to work together to actually implement it, which it makes sense. But. Also
0: makes me nervous. Anytime I see bipartisan, oh, that's what we should talk about because it's totally, absolutely meat related. The restrict act, the ban TikTok act, we need to push back on that. That is Patriot Act 2.0 for the internet. That is not a good thing.
1: Yeah, but I haven't looked a whole lot into it. It is bad. I've read but it, but
0: it doesn't sound good. No, in the they try to hide it behind all these definitions. They're like, oh, now it's it is for um, things over a million people, so it's not like gistics would be affected or anything. But basically, said they can shut you down for anything that they want, more or less. They can take all your personal information without notifying you or the, like the company. So
1: yeah bad i don't like that i mean it's well, ultimately it could affect us because um i was just talking with my sister last night since since uh, she was in town um about us getting delisted from uh mm. google um we also and i don't think i shared it before i don't know if i told you i took the facebook login off of meetjustics as well uh, oh. because facebook got a little pissy with us about our terms and conditions and privacy policy what and I just got I got done fighting it um yeah so when did that happen I don't know six months ago oh wow uh less than a year but maybe maybe more than six months less than a year but it's just one of those things like whether to me it doesn't matter if it's if it's a tech company like that if it's the government it's a larger entity of sorts that they're like you need to do this. It's kind of what you were saying earlier of you not liking being told like what to do. They come back and tell oh, me, yeah. like, you have to do this. And I'm just like, mm, no. No, thank I'm you. I'm not I'm no, not I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. I refuse. We
0: um have internal developers now. Like we have people who write code specifically. Um, and long term, one of the goals was to get a Megistics app made. And that's probably never gonna happen now because they want a ridiculous. They want a ridiculous amount of say.
1: They They want to control our moderation and what we censor and what we don't. And we
0: won't be doing that. And I don't want to do that. Now, what we could do is actually put it on the website and you would download it. But that's a little bit more advanced. Like, it's not as simple as go click download.
1: Uh, No, I don't know how it works on iPhone i when, have no idea on android it's pretty simple um we can make it even like pop up and say hey install the app oh really yeah so android's a little more flexible iphone i don't know i'd have to play with it um i haven't used an iphone device in <laughs> several years Yeah. so i don't know okay uh,
0: this i just found interesting uh,
1: judging meat provides
0: students with new skill um, this is from washington state university <laughs> Uh, Students are traveling more than 1,000 miles this week to spend several hours in a 34-degree cooler and outside in stockyards examining livestock for their carcass merit. My life is consumed by this, and I love it, said Grace Llewellyn. I think that's how you say that name, a senior majoring in animal science. I never expected to be living and breathing meat animal evaluation, but I've met so many interesting and awesome people. It's just great. Llewellyn is a member of Washington state university's newly relaunched meat judging team, which is currently in Canyon, Texas for the national meat animal evaluation contest from the 26th to the 28th. So they just finished, but more and more, um, Oh, I, I didn't tell you. Uh, do you remember meeting? Oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, Hunters of Color, mm-hmm. that program. I talked to him. They are doing awesome. Really? So they are continuing that program. Um, and it's basically full up in their school. Like they have no room to bring in more people. So they're going to
1: change it. Um, they're the ones we like donate a bunch of equipment mm-hmm. and stuff to. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So
0: they're still using that, but they're going to change it and make it like actually part of the school like kids can sign up to take that class during school hours that's awesome that's awesome i told them if they need anything just reach out i feel like i missed out on things when i was in school right there was nothing cool like that trap shoot like if there was a shooting program in my high school i probably would well everything other than football i would have been like no i'm not doing that anymore (laughs) i'm doing this
1: yeah how much
0: fun would that have been
1: on one hand, it's like, you know, I'd like to go back and do it again. Then I'm like, ah, no, eh, rather not just stay where I'm at, Definitely but not. it just, yeah. It's one of those things like that it could have made like just a totally different experience growing up. If it could have, I, to be honest, I didn't even have like wood shop class. Like you didn't have any shop. Mm-mm. Really? Yeah. At all. Nothing.
0: Interesting. Did you have home ec? No. What did you have? Just like math and sciences. You have anywhere? Do you have a social studies?
1: What is social studies? Like history class? No.
0: It, uh, they used to call it something else. They used to call it. Oh, what is the word? It's about like the government and how everything's supposed to run. Civics.
1: Oh, we had we had a government class. But okay. It was a, it was half a, it was one semester. That was it.
0: Man, the older I get, the more I realize how and my best friend and I've talked about this many times like how
1: lucky we were to go to the school we went to. My school was good. I don't doesn't it was sound all,
0: like it was.
1: It was all like <laughs> yeah, it was all basically math and science classes. I took a lot of science classes. Um uh I don't know. I a lot of college classes. I mean I I you gra- using I those gra- science
0: classes? Oh, yeah, not
1: really. I don't know. But I I mean I graduated high school with like Thirty hours of college credit already. Oh wow! Okay. So, like, I took like more like classes that were like practical than like uh, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't say it that way. Than home ec, sure, <laughs> that's still practical. But I would say it's more practical. Uh, the most like unpractical one was like a uh, we there was there was weights class, but I didn't do weights class. Um, you had that's to, just a gym class. Yeah, it yeah. was just gym. But
0: oh yeah, yours is the school that didn't have to take gym just gym every semester uh, right no dude yeah, my that's favorite,
2: ridiculous my, i nev- never took it in my high favorite thing of all time freshman year everyone has to take gym and you got the people that a they're not bringing a change of clothes and b like their goth makeup is <laughs> <smear>. <laughs> the best you see someone they they you know you take them out of their norm you know they're they're eight first of all goth is like a gang they needed there's never <laughs> just one one of them there's a dozen of them at least at all times and then get them in, in a gym class running in their Frankenstein boots. It's the funniest. Like, oh, look, oh, you can't wait to be a 10th grader, huh, buddy? Well, you're mine now. You're in my
0: world. All right. Um, UTIs, bladder infections may be linked to E. coli in meat, a study finds. Now, I read through this entire article looking for some evidence that it was specifically from meat, did not find it. So... From, uh, what is this, the CDC, 46 of all foodborne illness is from veggies, 22 is from meat and poultry, 20 is from dairy and eggs, and only six is from fish.
1: Are those percentages? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Um, so what that should have said is uh, UTI, bladder infections, mostly caused by eating veggies.
1: Mm-hmm. Very Very big misconception out there is that you are more likely to get sick by eating fresh vegetables than you are meat. Yep.
0: Absolutely. And then the hierarchy of food commodities. um, So I think they're in this, they're saying that E. coli, uh, if you click on that link, this won't translate well. We'll just move on. But it shows basically what we just talked about. Don't know why I included that. Uh, Scientists uncover a high amount of pure DDT off of the LA coast. Uh, So we still see original DDT on the seafloor from 50, 60, or even seven years ago, which tells us that it's not breaking down the way that we once thought it should. So they were dumping DDT straight off the sides of boats and just hoping it would degrade in the ocean.
1: Instead, it wow. sank to the. Do you know what DDT is? Uh, my first thought was like insect spray, but yes. that's date. right? It's DDT. That is DDT. Yep. Oh, okay, and it just doesn't break down, so it's
0: down there. I am assuming killing off anything that comes into contact with well, that's it.
1: What's good? We're we're keeping insects off of the ocean floor, right?
0: <laughs> I mean, technically, a lobster is an insect.
1: How many legs does it have? Is that six? Eight. Not an insect. It's a spider.
0: A crab, I think, is an arachnid. A lobster is not an arachnid. So maybe it j- does just have six. No, it, are we counting feelers or <laughs> claws? Because it's got the little feelers under the body and then the two big claws.
1: I don't know. I've sti- it's a crustacean. Okay. All right. We'll go on that.
0: But, you know, just more evidence that everything we think we know, we don't know anything. Uh, Meat Freak's Jerky Club donates half of its proper, or profits from Uper Box to Courage, Inc. Now, I don't really care. A great story. But because of Youper Dog, I saw Youper. I'm like, wait, is that an actual thing? A Youper is apparently uh, somebody who's from the upper peninsula of Michigan. I'd never heard that. But now Weird. Oh, Youper even. Dogs make sense. That, that So there yeah. you go. Uh, over 3,000 pounds of meat recalled over possible E. coli contamination, which is hilarious because we were just talking about how it's more often veggies, and here's a story about meat. Uh, but boneless beef chuck is being recalled for E. coli toxins, Elkhorn Valley. Uh, is the the company uh, the affected states include Connecticut Illinois Indiana Maryland Massachusetts Michigan, New Jersey New York, and Pennsylvania according to the F- FSIS the agency discovered the issue during routine testing there haven 't been any confirmed reports of adverse reactions related to the consumption of the recalled products according to the FSIS now uh, Decatur meats recalls some ground beef for possible e coli contamination. It's from the same company. So can you talk a little bit about how intertwined all this industry is? Like we have two small processors here. One of them is obviously getting product from the other one. You want to explain uh, like box beef and how that all works? Slaughter uh, processors and non-slaughter processors. Sure. Uh, so obviously I did not give him any warning that I was asking this
1: um one do you know where elkhorn valley pride is
0: north dakota maybe
1: okay because i'm thinking they're in kansas
0: i'm almost positive they're not
1: okay good to know then because there's i was just looking at our system too there's multiple elkhorns okay but um when when you have like small processors out there to be honest even big processors, big processors don't do everything from A to Z. There's, there's so much, uh, that happens. We were talking about Crables earlier. Crables is probably a very good example of somebody who probably does 95% of everything A to Z. And, uh, yeah, they're the closest I've, never heard of them turning anyone down
0: (laughs) they'll Uh, kill anything is the is the joke
1: they do they do a lot right but a lot but even them i would almost wager i'd wager money that they bring in boxed beef of of some sorts because even even if you are trying to do all of your own if you bring in uh beef and you're processing it you're going to have customers that are like Saying, I want strips, I want ribeyes, I want ground beef, I want roasts. And it's not going to fit the right ratio for what meat you're slaughtering and processing. So it could be coming from a larger processor from from one of the big four. It could be coming from another very small to medium-sized processor. um, And um, they basically... Who doesn't have
0: a retail store mm -hmm. and wants to send their cuts off.
1: So... I'm gonna say something that maybe we'll have to go back and see if it's okay if we say this maybe i don't know but um walnut valley is uh from el dorado they're a good example of somebody who has done a little bit of both and changed directions they used to do a lot of box beef they would just process uh like a lot of pork mainly and they would sell it to other processors as boxed beef. And now they're doing a lot of retail. They kind of switched gears. They now have stores in El Dorado, Augusta, Winfield, Andover. Um they're going kind of a different route with it now. Um I don't know if they still do a lot of the wholesale. Um, well we've
0: brought them up specifically as someone who did boxed beef in the past.
1: Mm-hmm. So okay. okay. But it it's uh, it's something where everybody doesn't do like everything then. So Um, they've maybe switched gears but a lot of times a processor will focus mainly on boxed beef or mainly on just jerky or just snack sticks um, or just custom processing Um, you don't find a lot of people that do it all so you'll find a small to mid-sized guy like a walnut valley who just brings in stuff kills slaughters packs it into boxes and then ships it off to other processors to, to use so that everybody, when they're trying to fill the quota of different things that they want, that their customers are asking for, they don't have to try to somehow magically make that fit all into the amount of beef they're producing. They can just order uh prime rib rolls and either turn it into prime rib or ribeyes.
0: And do they generally do what do you think like just choose two, for example, because we've talked about them. Do you think, um, Crables would order specifically from another processor or is would Mm -hmm. they do it okay yeah so So they're it's like zach's calling up mike and saying hey send me okay
1: yeah yeah the meat industry is it's not it's not a big industry almost everybody knows each other at least in the very small to medium-sized world um you probably don't have uh, all the small guys calling up, uh, people at Tyson going, Hey, can you send it in <laughs> and stuff? It's a little different there, but in, in our world of the independent processors out there, most of them know each other. Yeah. They call up and yeah, it's like, Hey, I need this. Hey, I need this.
0: I'm almost always constant or I'm almost always impressed by how, um, helpful they seem to be to each other. Mm-hmm. Like there's, uh, uh, two mindsets on that. Obviously there's like feast or famine. And in a lot of industries, it's a famine mindset. It's like, hey, anything I help you with out or help out you with is going to hurt me. But in this industry, it seemed to be more like, if you're doing well, there's a better chance I'm going to do well, as you know, also. So it's a good industry to be a part of. Okay. Kansas company partners with ranchers bringing beef to the buyer. Uh, this is from Hutch News uh, Kansas direct to consumer agricultural company. company. AgriDime brings consumers from urban centers across the U.S. together with ranchers. Consumers can participate in ranching by buying ownership in the cattle that they will eventually consume or simply purchasing a sirloin steak, brisket, or ground beef online or in a market. If the consumers want, they can drive to the ranch in central or western Kansas, Arizona, Missouri, and Oklahoma to meet their own cow or steal. At steer. And when it's time for processing, they can share in the profits. In addition, the company sells boxed and portioned meat that is shipped directly to a home or business. Beef can also be purchased in their warehouses in Harrington, Kansas, and Gilbert, Arizona. Uh, so it's agridimestore.com. Um, and it says on that page, we were wondering, would you help us create jobs in rural America by purchasing your meat directly from the farm? So they're a quarter of a beef um which they includes a seven cubic foot freezer um is one thousand five hundred ninety nine dollars
1: but it includes a freezer
0: it, it's a uh, shipping cooler
1: oh, as oh um, it's, but
0: it's sixteen hundred dollars for a quarter of a beef so
1: how much is that what did you what did you get?
0: Crable's is uh he just gave it to me i want to say he said it was Five forty-nine a pound right now, but it also say. might have been less than that. So we better
1: look that up. How much is a quarter? They were. We were just looking at numbers earlier on the average size, and I mean, so you're you're talking uh, one two three four two eight. You're talking like that's costing like eight to ten bucks a pound. I'm saying it's a lot more than
0: uh, Zach's your, a quarter of beefs going for four point oh six a pound. So my bad. definitely not five forty-nine. Okay.
1: So still that's you're paying like double though at least
0: however what, you do get to name the beef or the the cow or whatever and that that adds some value your dad I dad sent just me find something that creepy though your dad sent me yeah sent me something about being able to name your own shark like <laughs> you get to track and name a shark my initial response was like what if we call, did that and called one waltons and you know great white shark known by the name Waltons, eats family of four on <laughs> California Beach. He's like, no, I thought you'd call it yourself. I'm like, well, that's even worse. I already think that as soon as I get in the water, some sort of signal is sent out saying he's here. If I had a shark that was had my name, it'd be like, no, get out of my way. He's
1: mine. I've been waiting like the whole podcast for you to bring that up. <laughs> my dad told me that he sent that to you. And I'm like, he's talking about this on the podcast. How could I not?
0: All right. Cultivated meat uh, company, New Age Meat, makes painful decision to shut down. So here we go. A lot of these companies are never going to get off the ground or produce any retail piece of meat. Um, But cultivated meat startup, New Age Meats, has made the painful decision to shut down after failing to secure funding to complete work on its pilot facility in Alameda, California. Go through the regulatory process and get its products in front of customers
1: why would you start without having like the funding figured out and a plan for everything it seems stupid to me but it's there's a lot out there that's a in my my opinion like a almost a bubble in that industry where there's <laughs> just so much money that's been thrown at it and thrown in it and it's there's there's going to be a lot that fails there's gonna be some that hang around stick around i think there will always be a market for some of it <laughs> keep going that's good i don't know cpr by the way so i will just sit i got here it
0: i got it we just would have popped one of these
2: <laughs> <we just> exploded
0: <laughs> yeah no that entire industry is never gonna gonna make
1: it it's disappointing though to see like so they raised 25 million took it up to 32 million 32 million dollars for food processing that's gone yep. what could you have done with that giving it to independent small meat processors out there you could have started up a handful of plants in different states and had some really really freaking nice facilities i
0: wonder if they were through uh svb silicon valley bank that went quite possibly uh, man how much of all this is fraud in my opinion all of modern art is fraud i wonder how much of this stuff is fraud I and mean, we already know that there's a at least a decent amount of Fraud in the food industry.
1: Yeah. Parmesan coming out of
0: Italy. Yeah. That's exactly (laughs) what I was thinking of. That's the one that always pops into my mind. Uh, Meatball from long extinct mammoth created by food firms. So finally, something that I care about from science.
1: That's not true at all. Who who wants to eat rotting flesh thousands of years old?
0: Oh, I, I 100%. If they found one frozen in the ice, I would take a piece of it and eat it. Like an actual mm-hmm. woolly mammoth, 100%. Do you know what kind What's of- What's going to happen? You're going to
1: get sick. What kind of prehistoric illness there probably is that gonna you get have sick. no immune system to? Well, how do you build up an immune system? Yeah, you're going to start the next pandemic is what you're going to do. It's going to be some deadly disease that then you you pass on in Wichita, Kansas. is ground zero because of John Stinking Trembling.
0: I'll kick it or I'll cook it to 165. <laughs> it will be good. But I 100% would eat it. What if better? it's
1: like botulism and you can't?
0: Cooked could get to 240.
1: You better put a lot of shirkier in there, too. <laughs>
0: um, but the project aims to demonstrate the potential of meat grown from cells without the slaughter of animals and to highlight the link between large-scale livestock production and the destruction of wildlife and the climate crisis. read an article the other day that said there are 37%... So there's 70, whatever, 63% of cows in the uk that there were in like 1997 so their industry has been cut almost in half yet it's cows that are always blamed for climate change in the uk oh no no that's not true interesting i'm getting really frustrated every time i see it's well known that a switch to a vegetarian diet would greatly benefit the environment i don't think that's true i think you're just you've uh, what's it called? Gaslit people on this for so long that people just accept it. It's the same thing with Al Gore. We're not going to have any snow on the top of Mount Fuji in five years. Same thing Greta Thunberg deleting her post about how the world's ending in five years. You can only be wrong so many times before. I don't. What I don't understand about it is if I was that wrong, I would be like, okay, I can't make predictions anymore. Right? Like, I'd be like, I, I obviously don't know. It, like, I've told the story before, but when you offered me this job, I thought, sounds awesome. It's never going to be like what he's saying it's yeah. going to be. Biggest mistake in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but you were right. And then you told me, I remember this clearly as well. You said, there will come a day where you are not able to respond to every single comment and question on Meet And I thought, again, like, absolutely that's ridiculous of course i will be 100% right on that so now when you like tell me something i'm like okay this is probably what's going to happen i recognize that my ability i have a lot of power here <laughs> <laughs> well to a certain degree <laughs> i recognize that my ability to look out for 3 4 or 5 whatever years in the future is not as good as yours so i don't try to like say no i don't think that's what's going to happen i'm we're doing this like at some point these climate activists have to be like, Oh, we've been wrong for literally the last 60 years. Maybe we should shut up.
1: Yeah. Uh, on, on one hand, we ought to be good stewards of what God's given us. 100%. And, and the earth we have, but on the other hand, I think the earth is a lot more resilient than people give credit for. But at the same time, like what people think we do bad to hurt it, I think is twisted by people's opinions instead of, facts but there we do we do do a lot to hurt the earth sure there's also mostly china and india uh, a lot of it that is just based on people's agenda and saying like you were saying like greenhouse gases because of cows um and that is not it's not factually accurate um but it's a talking point people use because it goes and uh, validates their opinion and the talking points and what they want they what they want to push yep so
0: Yep. Um, Italy wages war on lab grown meat uh, in drive to protect tradition. So, good guy, Italy. Uh, Italy's government on Tuesday approved a bill banning the use of laboratory produced food and animal feed as it aims to safeguard the country's agri food heritage. Its agriculture minister told a news conference after a cabinet meeting. Now, I've been saying for the last couple of years, if we continue going down this communist, socialist, whatever in the US, I'm going to move to El Salvador. But maybe. Maybe like Italy's the spot.
1: I don't know. I, I'd be hard hard pressed to still find another place. Even at times when you think things are crazy here, and you're like, oh, oh so- someone else is doing it, doing something good here. Yeah, but look at all the rest of the stuff. Can I bring my guns? Is the big question. Look at the whole encompassing thing. And can I have and my gun? You're not going to like anywhere.
0: I like here. Five years ago, why can't we have that?
1: Let's just like uh let's start with Walton's headquarters and let's just declare ourselves an independent nation and see what happens start making our own on the rules. Secretary of Defense okay okay what
0: everyone's required to wear or to carry a gun required not optional you will have a gun on you at all times
1: <laughs> uh this could be fun this could be like a uh no, it's not the, fun. That's the, LARPing. This is serious. This could be. It could be like like the draft. We're, if we do a draft for meat processing equipment, like just like a fun exercise, this could be like a fun exercise. A little, a little bit you, further out there. I
0: thought you meant draft like the Vietnam era draft.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. okay.
0: I was drafting Colton and Will. They're like, you two are in the military.
1: We, I guess we could also do it that way. Yeah, I, I don't know. It'd do be it. fun. Fun to mess with.
0: All right. I got nothing else. You
1: got anything? Um nope. That's all I got. Sweet.
0: Thanks for watching. Um join us today at 3 p.m. Waltons.com slash live. We are also doing free shipping for the whole month of April every Saturday. Use coupon code FREE APRIL on orders of a hundred dollars or more. And Patrick is demanding that I take another hit. So we'll Do see it. you out with a good size hit. Be ready to lower my levels
1: it's the funniest thing ever
0: (laughs) that one was so much worse
2: thanks for checking out the meat Gistics podcast to shop everything but the meat head on over to waltons.com to get your meat processing questions answered by experts and enthusiasts alike head on over to our online community at MeatGistics.com. waltons everything but the meat